Hello everyone, welcome to Hubbub, the podcast for British Hills. I'm Emma. And I'm Moja. We're teachers here at British Hills and this podcast is to let you know all about what's happening here at BH and what our teachers get up to when we're not in class. In each episode, we'll be talking about different topics from apples to zoology and everything in between. This podcast is for you. So if you have any questions or if there is anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, please let us know. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash hubbub podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B podcast or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. It's a fun way for you to practice your English. And who knows, you might even learn something new. Onwards with, with the, the show! show. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to our August episode. Can you believe August already? Oh, you know what? Whatever you're doing currently, we hope you are drinking lots of water and you are cooling off. Yeah, because it is summer, the long hot summer. Oh yeah, long holidays, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great time really for people to go out and have a good time. Yeah, good time for sunshine, holidays, summer treats. Yep, and you know what, we hope this year festivals are back, because for the past two years they've uh, cancelled all festivals around Japan, so we hope that this time people can embrace it fully. And celebrate. Yes. And we have reason to celebrate here. Of course, of course, okay. of course. So it's a very special episode mm -hmm. this week. Yes. Okay, we are joined by a new member of the podcast. Yes, some of you might be familiar with her. Maybe you might have listened to her in our, I think, March episode. That's right. Yes. And who is our guest? <laughs> so our new, our new presenter is... Liv! Hello! Hey. Hi, Liv! Welcome to the team. Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to join the team. Thank yeah, you. Liv, it's really, it's, we're really happy to have you back. You know? Yeah, so uh, welcome, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, so, hello everyone. My name is Liv. I come from England. Okay, yes. welcome to the team. <laughs> welcome Thank to you. the team, and uh, we're really happy to have you, and uh, we're happy to have you that you're going you're gonna to be here, not just as a guest, but also joining the team. Thank so we're you. looking forward to more interesting episodes with you, Liv. So Welcome. we're going to get to know you well over the next few episodes. Yes, yes, yes I'm excited. <laughs> and you joined at a great time. Mm -hmm. Summer. Summer. But first, we need the answer to our riddle. Okay. So tell me, Liv, did you manage to figure it out? No, I am so excited for the answer. Please tell me, Emma. The answer is... The letter R. Can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> so the middle of March, uh -huh. the middle of April, uh -huh. if you spell those words, what letter do you uh -huh. get? Ah. Okay, so Liv, what can you tell us about summer? <laughs> well, um, when I was younger, uh, summer was always a time where I traveled back to China. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so for like five consecutive years I would go back to China uh, for two to three months oh wow yeah and sometimes I would take off some time off of school as well um, just so that I can stay there longer jet lag and all that kind of stuff kind of gets in the way so uh, the longer the stay the better I guess because um, back in those days it was still a little bit expensive for flights now I feel like flights are much cheaper 
Mm. Yeah. Yes. There are also yeah. like many like budget airlines. Mm. You know, yeah. 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 So now you you still quite young, Liv, and you say that uh, <laughs> when you when you were young, you know how young were you? Like primary school young, um, high school young, elementary mm. young. <laughs> That's a good question, Moja. Uh, I was maybe around eight to twelve when mm. I was traveling, mm. and m- for most of those summers, I was traveling alone. No ways. Yeah. So there's a couple of fun stories. I think, uh, yeah, from when I was like eight, nine-ish, I think it started because I forgot all of my Chinese. And so my parents wanted me to know my heritage and my background and wanted me to be able to speak Chinese. So they sent me back. Um, alone. <laughs> why, would, why would they do that? Why would, would they travel with you? So yes, you have family in China, I guess. Yeah, I had okay. family in China. Yeah. Uh, the flight itself, I think for the first two times I flew, I had like an air hostess specifically right. there to Assign. care for me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To look after me while I'm on the flight. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything like, they're, they're not sitting next to me. It's just right. like, I'm just alone. Right. They would put me in my seat and then that's it. Wow. <laughs> How, how did you feel? Because I think at that age, being on a flight and then mm. seeing maybe a family mm. with kids and them, maybe the kids are like, you know, being with their mom or their father, mm. I would be like, oh, what if I get lost or I, mean, mm. I need something, you know? Mm. Uh, how did that make you feel? Um, actually, so as a child, I was really, really shy. Mm-hmm. I was such an introvert. But then when I'm traveling alone yeah. with no one there, yeah. I loved it. Loved it so much because there was just so much attention. Right. <laughs> like, oh, she's all by herself. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So cute. Oh. Yeah. And I guess they will give you like an extra attention compared to, let's say, other passengers. Yeah. Coming yeah. to you and asking you if you need uh, more, more drink, you know, you need some more sn- like snacks. And right. All that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of crazy because like being such a shy person, mm-hmm. it was... I just can't imagine myself how I was so confident in that situation. But yeah, like an Asian looking child, Mm. uh, not able to speak Chinese very well, speaking fluent English. (laughs) Like, of course that turned heads. Um, But no, it was was really funny. And the fact that you were saying like, oh, I would be scared to get lost. There was one time I was flying back from China to England. Were they sorry to were they like mm. direct flights or you had to lay over like somewhere? Yes, this one's uh, most of them were direct flights mm. just because uh, it would have been easier. Yeah, yes, exactly, yes, exactly. Yes. And so I was flying back from um, from China once. It was so my hometown in China was in Beijing, okay. and the flight was from Nanjing. So we had to take like a train. Mm-hmm. Um, we took my uncle took me on the train like a night train. Mm. It was it took the whole night <laughs> um got on the got into the airport yeah. checked in mm. and <laughs> checked in um no problem yeah. got through the gate security no problem mm. my uncle left mm. uh waited at the gate for to board yeah. i was alone i think i was about 11 or 12 um and uh two three hours later they were like oh the flight is delayed not a big deal Right? The flight is still happening. Right. No. Five hours later, the flight was cancelled. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the flight was cancelled. My uncle had left already. Yeah. They loaded us on three different buses. Yeah. Because we checked our luggage in, we had to go and collect the luggage Ooh. and then move it onto the buses. They split us into three separate hotels. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, 
as an 11 year old child, not coming from a wealthy family, yeah. we were split into three five star hotels Ooh, wow. around Nanjing. Nice. I had the night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, was there a way to contact your, your uncle to say that, hey, uh, I haven't left, I'm still here because of this and this? You know what? I was such an awful child. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about my family. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember vividly being really scared that I'd have to share a room with someone. Uh, okay. um, but once I checked in, got my own room, got my food vouchers, mm. dinner and breakfast, mm. I went down to the buffet for three hours, walking back and forth, wow. back and forth, getting yeah. food. Yeah. I actually even was brave enough to venture out into the city a little bit. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I didn't tell my parents. Yeah. <laughs> was that daytime or? Yeah, it was still light outside, so it was fine. Um, went back, got got into my room, two double uh, beds pushed together. So it's like a California king-size bed. Right. It was a huge bed. Never seen a bed this yeah. size. Yeah, yeah. And this is when plasma screen TVs were just coming out. And there was like big flat TV on the wall. Oh I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I know, I know. So um, I think it was, so maybe the check-in to the hotel was around about... 3, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. And then around about 9 p.m., 10 p.m., the phone kept on ringing in the hotel. Mm -hmm. And you know, as a child, don't answer the phone if parents aren't uh, in. Right. Yeah, so I wasn't answering the phone. Yeah. And then it kept ringing. So I answered the phone and the guy, the person was like, oh my gosh, are you Lavinia Hawksworth? Mm. And I was like, yes. Mm. Um, and then he was like, <gasps> We finally found you. Your parents have been looking for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So apparently there was me and one other child flying alone as well. So I wasn't alone, but we were put into two separate hotels. Mm -hmm. And so they just couldn't find me. They found the other child fine, but they just couldn't find me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was quite a, an experience. Quite an experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. that's uh, <laughs> I think listening to your story, right, I'm thinking, I guess... Because of those experiences, uh, they shaped you to be the kind of person that you are now, meaning that uh, you can pretty much maybe travel anywhere in the world and uh, you still feel like, okay, I'm going to be all right. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah. think so. I don't know what happened. Looking back on it, I think there was a lot of poor decisions I made that mm. day, yeah. but everything is fine and I'm still alive. So <laughs> happy story. Yeah, man, uh, that, that's, that's really amazing. There was only one time when I saw someone like uh, in live shoes, mm -hmm. I was going home and there was, uh, I was, I think, transiting via Dubai, mm -hmm. going home from Indonesia. And there was one boy who was pretty much around the age that she described, okay. you know, um, I think coming from the UK, transiting in Dubai and going to South Africa. And yeah, they were talking to the air hostess too, like, you know, he's by himself alone. And throughout the journey, air hostess will come to him, checking if he's okay, quite often. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it's like uh, more than like they will check any other passenger. You okay. know what I mean? And yes. I looked at him and I was like, by that time, I think I was 26 or 27. But I looked at him and I was like, wow, that's really brave of this child <laughs> to, you know, for this to happen. Can you, know you imagine I mean? as a child, Major, would you have traveled alone? Uh, I don't think so. I tell you what, right? When I was really young, maybe six, seven. So we lived far away from the city. Mm. And one of my phobia was uh, when we go to the city, one of my phobia was, let's say something happens and my mom or whoever I was with, they forgot about me and they <laughs> I would like, be really lost. You know, that was one mm. of my phobia. So that's just the city in a country or in your, in your little area. Mm. But just to think of traveling overseas by yourself, for me, that was, would have, it, it, it sounds scary. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, I, I couldn't have imagined it. No, as a no, child. Ways, no ways, no way, no way, no way. Yeah. Mm. 
Wow, mm. man, that's that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was there any like was it a difficult decision when your parents decided that okay you're gonna go there by yourself, not anyone accompanying you? I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. I, we'd have to check in with the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I mean, a few years ago while I was living in Japan, my brother and nephew came to visit me. Mm. I think one of them was. 17 or 18, mm. the other one was like 19 or mm. 20, and uh, by that time we were like, okay, I think they'll be okay, mm. they're old enough to know what's going on, mm. they'll be okay, we'll just monitor them throughout mm. the journey, and mm. when they arrived here, we were relieved, but I can't imagine someone like 10 years younger than that having mm. to travel by themselves, you know. Yeah, and not just mm. once, right? Yeah. Several times. Yeah. They took the risk five yeah. times, five, six times. But I'm sure times. by the fourth time, you were quite like, okay, I think I've got this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, I think it really shaped the way I travel, like my travel style. Yeah. I think it. you're definitely right. I'm not as afraid of getting lost when I'm in a new place. Right. And if you, even if you do get lost, somehow you'll find your way to... Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. after that incident, mm. did your parents allow you to travel alone again? <laughs> um, actually, that was when the environment in China got really, really bad. Mm. And so I stopped going after what that. Do uh, <laughs> what do you mean okay. environment? Um, the pollution, oh, air pollution was really, really bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. The smog and it was just bad for your health. And yeah. so I stopped going. Okay. Um, whether it is the environment or whether it, they just didn't want to take the <laughs> yeah. risk another time, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. not sure. Now, earlier on, you mentioned that uh, the reason why your parents started to uh, have you travel to China quite often mm. was because uh, by the time you were fluent in English and not really mm. in uh, Chinese, and they wanted you right. to somehow have a, a balance. Yes. Now, uh, this brings me to uh, asking if, uh, like, when you go to China, mm. and uh, obviously for those who are listening, uh, live is Asian looking. When you go to China, didn't many people like talk to you in Chinese and just thinking or assuming that uh, you can understand everything fully well? Yes, yeah. all the time, yes. Oh, really? I remember uh, the first couple of years, um, like as a child, your brain is, forgets things easily, but yeah. also remembers things easily as yeah. well. Yeah. And so I remember that specifically the first time I landed, I didn't speak any Chinese, Ooh. but then in like the three months I was there, at the end of it, I was able to have like regular daily conversations. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't able to read or write the language anymore, mm. but communication was fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, however, like when it comes to like regular native level mm. conversations, mm. there's a lot of um, nuance in the language that is very difficult for me to understand still. Um, even now? Even now, mm. even now. Um, but like if I'm watching TV and uh, any kind of reality shows, mm. most of the time it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, like when I go into shops, uh, especially when I was younger, they would just think, oh, this is just another Chinese girl right. coming in right. for groceries or something. Mm. And they would speak and sometimes with a different dialect right. and then That's it's right. even more difficult to understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so sometimes I get so scared, I'd just be like... I don't know how to speak Chinese. <laughs> Eng English, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then uh, the fa <coughs> your family, um, who at that time lived in China, mm. since you couldn't understand in Chinese, mm. were they able to use English with you? Or how mm. did that work? No, I think English education, like English language education in China, mm. 
isn't uh, isn't the best. Mm. Um, and a lot of my family members, mm. uncles, aunts, mm. and older, mm. um, they didn't study English at school. Mm. Mm. And so I would just like nod or shake my head for yes or no as oh, really? simple ways to communicate. And they would use yeah, like yeah. Chinese with gestures and yeah. the same thing, but in English. Uh, Sorry, one more time? No, what I mean, like, uh, they will communicate with you using Chinese mm. and, of course, just, just to reinforce what they're saying. Right. And then I guess you will respond back in English. Yeah, sometimes, but I would use the very minimal Chinese that I knew because okay. they wouldn't have understood the English. Right, right, and right, right. I, I don't know, as a child, mm. you, I still wouldn't have... I didn't respond in English, even though I knew I couldn't speak Chinese, mm, mm, if that makes sense. Okay, makes yeah, sense. it was just yeah. a lot of gestures. Mm. Um, but that was only for a very short time, though, because okay. as a child, your, your brain just remembers yeah, magically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you say now, currently, when you compare both languages, mm. uh, I guess Mandarin, right? Mm, Mandarin, yes. English and Mandarin. Would you say you're still like more fluent in English as opposed to Mandarin? Or is it maybe the ratio, is it like 50-50? Mm, that's a really interesting question. Um, I would say I'm more fluent and culturally um, biased to mm. like the, to English, mm. I think. Mm. I am yeah. able to express myself mm. better in English. Right. However, I will say in the Chinese language, there's a lot more vocabulary for emotions oh. compared to the English, English. language. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So in certain situations, mm. I is when I'm talking to my Chinese friends mm. or uh, my parents, I would use Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm. Oh, that's really interesting. So what about other languages? So obviously mm. you, you speak two languages. Mm. Do you find it easier to learn other languages? Uh, that's also <laughs> a really good question. Mm. Um, I would say I'm very, very lucky to have grown up with both languages. Mm. So as a child, my brain is just mushed together <laughs> of, both languages. of both languages. Yeah. Yes. Um, so um, it's actually very different to people who's learnt a second language versus people who, like myself, who grew up bilingual. Yes. Um, so actually for me, learning a third language, learning Japanese is super challenging. Yeah, my brain is not wired come for it. Natural, right? You have to no. make an effort as yes. opposed to Mandarin and English. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So... No, I find okay. it super <laughs> challenging, Emma. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question, Emma, because most people like listening to live, growing up, being exposed to both English and, and, and Mandarin, mm -hmm. most people would assume that, uh, I guess, learning a third or another language might mm -hmm. be easy. Yeah, I always imagine if you can speak two languages, you can learn mm -hmm. other languages. Yeah. But mm. I suppose not if you grew up with two languages. Right, yeah. 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 Um, I think it's slightly different as well because, uh, of course, the grammar between English and Chinese are very similar, and Japanese grammar is different, right? right? Different word oh, order. Okay. Yeah, different okay. word order. Chinese mm. Mandarin and uh, English have has the same word order. Oh wow! And it's the same, like for example, people who speak uh, maybe French mm. and English, they would learn potentially Spanish or German a little bit easier because mm. the two language types are different. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, however, I would say like with Japanese, looking at kanji, it comes slightly easier because of course I watch a lot of Chinese dramas right. and then reading the kanji, lots of them, I personally yeah. think maybe 85 to 90% mm. has the same meaning. meaning right. Yeah, but Obviously the reading right. is different, right? right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So there are some perks of... <laughs> growing up with growing yeah, up with two good. languages. Yeah. Uh, mentioning like the kanji, finding it easy, uh, 
of course, with your Chinese background. Mm. Uh, since Emma and I, you know, we live in Japan, and now <laughs> we kind of like used to seeing kanji mixed with maybe hiragana. Mm -hmm. like hiragana. Yep. Mm. And, you know, spending a lot of time, okay, seeing that every day, one day when you start seeing like a Chinese text or a paragraph, <laughs> oh man, it looks heavy, hey? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how you feel. But uh, I remember seeing, I don't know, I was traveling before COVID and uh, I was transiting in Shanghai and there was like a paragraph that was only written in Chinese. Mm. Okay, then another one in English. Mm. But the Chinese one, I'm used to seeing kanji mixed with hiragana, maybe sometimes a little bit of katakana, you know. Mm. And then I, I saw the Chinese text and it just looked so <laughs> too heavy for my eyes. <laughs> really. Because I was thinking, okay, now you know with, with uh, Japanese text, you're like, okay, I think mm. I can read that. Mm -hmm. with the hiragana, even if you don't understand what it is, but you can yeah, read it. Yeah, there's some little hints you can you can <laughs> Right, right, right. right. Yes. But then, yeah, I mean, with uh, Chinese text, oh, it was like just too heavy. <laughs> kanji after kanji after kanji after kanji after kanji, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. But I'm still like that with Japanese, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, wow, man. Um, but in, uh, China is obviously not the only place that uh, you used to travel to. Mm. Later through the years, maybe, uh, were you exposed to going to other countries? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, my mum uh, specifically, she loved traveling. Mm. Um, and uh, I feel like for our family, the cheapest way to mm. travel was via cruise ship. Yeah. Wow, and really? Yeah. I would think of wow, the opposite, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so lots of people think that traveling by cruise is really expensive. But actually, if you can find a couple of good deals, mm. it's really, really valuable money. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so cruise ship traveling, you're thinking about like packaged holidays. So it mm. includes your accommodation mm. and food. Mm. If you go to any country, mm. you need to think about the accommodation costs, the travel costs, and also entertainment costs right. and food, right? right? Okay. But on a cruise, everything is there. Right. Yeah. So when you're paying for it, you're paying for everything. Mm -hmm. And then, so I think the most valuable, like if you're thinking about value for money, mm. then you're thinking about maybe spending 100, and 100 pounds to 130 pounds per mm. person mm. per night. Yes. And because when you're going... And that would be how much in yens? 100? Uh, 100, did you say 100 pounds or 1,000? Yeah, uh, let's just say 100 pounds to pounds. make it easier. I think it would be like over maybe 10,000, maybe 15,000, close to 20,000. Yeah. yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Does is it still cheap that way if you think about it that way because yeah. you're thinking about the travel cost, mm -hmm. the accommodation, mm. the food, mm. the entertainment. These are the four main things. And then it takes out all the stress that you put yourself in when you have to go somewhere. You have to first think about a hotel, right? Mm. Think about like accommodation. Exactly. And yeah, all the extra costs that you don't right. think about. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay. And so on a cruise, you're you're moving between port to port mm. in the night at night mm. and then during the day you can get off on land and then go explore and travel yeah. and so because we traveled by cruise mm. it was much easier and i i'm lucky to say i've been to lots of countries wow. yeah now uh, talking about like uh, being on like port to port and then mm. being on land like uh, usually if let's say Emma and I are traveling to another country we think okay do we need visa uh, okay, if we do, mm. we apply. What about if you go on a cruise ship or it's going to go to like multiple countries? Is mm. there a special visa that you need or mm. like how does that come about? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Mm. I think you do need 
visas for those countries. Mm. Uh, if you're traveling on a boat, I, it might be a bit different. Mm. I just, because I'm on a British passport, mm. a lot of the times we were traveling in Europe, so we didn't, free. yeah, right. exactly. So right. we didn't need to um, have a visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. so Makes I sense. think it's okay. Mm. Okay, wow. So, so you have some great summer holidays, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah. China and lots of Europe? Lots yeah. of Europe, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so how about you, Mojo? How do you spend your summers? Ah, oh, man, summer... I mean, I, I rem of course I know <laughs> in South Africa. Summer isn't now. <laughs> I'm not even going to mention that yet. I've not even thinking about that, really. Uh, I think it really depends... Uh, in my previous job, I would have like maybe like a, a almost a month long summer holiday. Okay. Most of it will be spent traveling mostly like uh, in other Asian countries, especially okay. since I was uh, living in Nagasaki. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, that would include like going to uh, places like uh, Malaysia, going to just like neighboring countries. You know, mm -hmm. the furthest that I've traveled to coming from Japan was India. Okay. That was the furthest, yeah. But I mean, that one was, I think, towards uh, December. Right, yeah, okay. nothing to do with summer. I feel like we could talk about this for days and days to come. <laughs> but sadly, time has beaten us yet again. Oh. And we're going to have to wrap up this episode. <laughs> but before we do, we have our all-important riddle. Yes. So, Liv, would yeah. you like to do the honours? Sure. Riddle me this. What travels all the way around the world but stays in one corner? Hmm, I wonder what that could be. Well, guys, you're going to have to uh, tune in into our next episode to find what the answer is, all right? Okay, anyway, take care, everyone, and we will see you in September. Goodbye. Ta-ta. <laughs> Happy travels. Yes. We love to hear feedback. Any questions, comments, concerns or suggestions are welcome. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash Hubbub podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B -B -B podcast or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. Also on the website, if you're listening to Practice English, you can find a transcript of each episode. But if you're not here for that reason, don't worry, just forget the last few seconds. All in all, thank you for listening. Goodbye for now. The, the Hubbub Podcast. Podcast.